and a two and a one, two, three. Here we go. Here's our. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I need Jesus. I need just a little more Jesus. I need just a little more Jesus. Oh, I need just a little more Jesus. That's what I'm gonna say at work when I when someone makes me mad. Problems at work, problems at home. Wish everybody would leave me alone. <laughs> I can't fi- I can't help you because I gotta fix me. <laughs> Almost cussed today, but mama didn't raise me like that. <laughs> Got to wait. Oh yeah, she says uh Oh no, what happened? It went away. You are something special. You know that. She said, I got too much. No, I got too mad and I said too much. Something, something, and I almost cussed. No, my mama didn't raise me that way. Lord, I need a little help today. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. My life gets hard, but ain't nothing too hard for God said I need just a little more Jesus. Welcome back to another episode of... Brothers of the Kingdom. What was that about? Huh? What was that about? It was like, my brain knew what it was saying, but my mouth wasn't really understanding. Okay. Okay. Well, welcome back to another episode of Brothers of the Kingdom, where we are teaching and restoring life through Christ. There you go. At least your motor skills work. (laughs) (laughs) How was everybody's weekend? I hope um, everything went good. I hope you guys were able to talk to your mother, your father, your grandparents, family, friends, uh, extended family, um, uh you know yeah extended family <laughs> motor skill stopped working too <laughs> yeah. Understandable. Um, yeah but i hope everybody had a, a good memorial day um i know we did we got to see family um and friends and uh got to hang out with our our cousins that we haven't seen for about nine no seven years yeah so that was actually uh that was actually really fun um i actually brought them uh possibly clo- closer to to, to jesus um, I mean, if they're, if they're listening to this, I hope you guys had a wonderful day and, and we love you guys. And but, hopefully we can spend more time with you guys in the future since they are moving <clears throat> to our area. So that is true. So we will definitely, um, see you guys again, but, um, you know, I really do hope and pray that everybody, uh, got to see, uh, their family that does serve. Um, and we're going to take a moment of silence for the, the fallen that have uh, fallen over the years. So if you would join with us while we take a moment of silence, that would be great. Thank you for taking that moment of silence with us. Um, a shout out to uh, all the families who uh, is either serving or, or ones that have somebody serving in it. And, um, we know that that's not an easy life, and then we thank everybody who is in the service um, for your uh, your great sacrifice, so that the rest of us can be, uh, can be safe and enjoy the freedoms that I think that some of us take for granted. Yeah, um, we never had to to. Or I never physically had to worry about that. I mean, yeah, I did, but um, you know, shout out to our father. He he did ten years of uh, of service and and. Marine Corps. Yes, sir. Um, but uh, he, you know, he got with my my mom before. Uh, you know, he or after 
his uh, his tours that he did, but um, I am fortunate enough to still have him here, but I know a lot of families aren't fortunate enough to be able to have their mother or father um, or even grandmother, grandfather, whichever. Um, Whatever family members out there, and uh, for those who are hurting during this time, um, we just pray that God comforts you and um, can still bring you joy that uh, is it's hard to find in a in a hurtful situation as this uh before we yes actually you're completely right on that but before we get on to tonight's episode um there was actually a girl that had reached out to us um she was wanting us to talk about uh, some things uh touch on some things that um i think we've said in the past but we probably haven't yeah, she wanted to get our, our opinions, even on, God's opinion, stuff, and, and and see what God has to say about them. Um, so you know, up for her, she wants to know, um, you know how how to deal with hard family relationships, um, um, and battling thoughts, and also what does God think about mental clarity day, days? Mm-hmm. Um, so family relationship, let's talk about it. You can't choose your family. That's obvious. Yeah. Uh, you were born into the family that you were born in. Um, and if you're like me, um, God sends people in your life who you know who become your family. And, and for so many of us, that might be our friends, that might be you know an adopted family. Um, he always sends you... <laughs> Sorry, my dog just literally just huffed and puffed in his sleep. Um, but he always sends you exactly you know exactly what you need. And uh, dealing with family members can be a difficult thing. Um, it is something that it's hard to it, deal with. It's hard and it takes time. You know, it, it's not something you know you can just overnight get a better relationship with whoever you're you know you're not in a good relationship with now. Um, it could be, you know, um, you know, a mother or father, an uncle. Um, and it's one of those things that you're kind of stuck with, but then you wonder what the solution is. And the solution, honestly, is prayer. And it sounds like such a typical answer, but I think we, we take for granted the actual power of prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, prayer is the only thing that can honestly work, work and, 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 and change somebody because, what you're praying for is is for God to reveal Himself in whoever that family member is, and um, if you pray, you stay faithful. You do what you have to do. You know, um, it's not easy being good to those who do us wrong. It's yeah, it's definitely not. And it's not easy, you know, trying to stay you know focused on how God would have us act. You know, like okay, well, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to, you know, get mad and explode and I'm not going to um, treat them and how I think that they should be treated because they're treating me. That's a big one. You yeah. Know, never fall onto their level. Yeah. And don't never uh, disrespect them. Um, Just because you feel like you've been disrespected. Yeah. Um, you can sit down and you can talk to them and be like, hey, this is how I feel that I'm being treated and I don't know if you realize it but I just wanted to you know have a sit down and talk with you about how I feel 
Yeah. And uh, and sometimes that works. And, and when it doesn't, then you have God. Mm-hmm. You know, you you sit there, you pray, you, you pray for that person. You know, there's actually when they asked Jesus on, on on what they should do, he said that you should pray for your enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, anybody who you have a discord with that you should pray for them. Why? Because of the the fact of the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. God is the only one who can change the heart of man. Yeah. You know, other than that, we're just, you know, stuck in our selfish desires. Oh, yeah. Um, and as far as, like, touching on what you just said for our own selfish, selfish desires, it's, it's very hard to get tied up in that. You know, mm-hmm. you... Like what you were saying earlier, um, you know, this this whole weekend for myself was like, you know, we went to a whole new church and it was very beautiful. You know, shout out to everyone that was there. They were very nice. You know, they they touched on a lot of things that a lot of churches don't. Matter of fact. Yeah. And it's a funny thing. It's it's a mega church. I think it was called if I'm please don't shoot me if I say this wrong, but I think it's Calvary Christian Center. I think so. If, if I'm not mistaken, um, and it's right, actually right off of um, 95 and Ormond Beach, Florida. It's it's a really good church, and I have a a thing about mega churches because a lot of mega churches, you know, once they start to do well and and they get big, mm-hmm. they kind of neglect you know their communities. You know, some of them don't speak you know the truth. They rather you know. Uh, speak a watered down gospel mm-hmm. but a uh, shout out a uh, shout out to pastor Rayleigh uh for uh standing up um and and saying things that that even most churches don't even want to say anymore that most churches want to keep quiet because they'd rather be politically correct mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay god I mean, <laughs> sorry that was, i really do feel like god just spoke through me on that one because we are we are in a in a season of uh of liars. I mean, that's just the honest. That's, that's honest the truth. honest truth to it. You know, they, they rather preach the part of the gospel that th- that they like, yeah. and they don't want to preach the gospel that they don't like. Well, this one doesn't benefit me, so I'm not going to preach it. Yeah. And, okay. And so, you know, for myself, like this weekend, yeah, I've been, I've been battling thoughts. Um, the, the last time we recorded our episode, we, you know, we took a two day break, and. Yes. You know, it it was really hard because I was, you know, I was holding on to stuff that I've done in the past because yeah. I was just selfish. I was being a selfish person because that person had hurt me and blah, 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 you know. But it, again, God can only change your heart. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, he is still working on me. I'm still, you know, learning more and more ways to to talk to people and and uh everything else but you know battling thoughts that's one of the hardest things uh especially for myself i know there's a lot more people out there that battle with their own uh their own or inner Mm -hmm. demons as uh the world would call them Um, i i think in order to understand battling thoughts you have to understand the spiritual world and you have to understand that the first place that spiritual warfare takes place is in your mind Mm mm-hmm and when you know if you're if you're not walking in Christ and you're not someone who you know who either believes or or maybe you do believe but maybe you're you know you haven't been walking the, this life the way that you sh- you know you should 
um, then you are giving the enemy access to your mind completely. You know, you are living through your feelings and you are, you know, you, you start to have hate in your heart. You start to uh, get irritated with everything. You start thinking you're not good enough because there, there's no truth to stand against the lies of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so then you find yourself in, in between the two and it can feel overwhelming and it can just be like, you know, you know, lack of sleep can come in, you know, the not wanting to eat can come in just because you're so physically um, exhausted from all the overthinking and all the, you, you know, the questioning, you know, that I think that we all go through. Mm-hmm. Aries is just, are, are, do we keep waking you up, bud? We're sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, most definitely, you know, battling your thoughts is one of the worst things, um, to overcome or not the worst thing It's definitely not the worst thing to overcome, but it is it's the, not the ha- easiest thing. Yeah. You know? It's definitely, definitely the hardest thing to overcome. Uh, especially, you know, from, for myself and I'm sure for you as well, Miguel, um, talking and, and trying to talk to that person and then in your head you're like man what am i doing like am i saying the wrong things and then you're like okay so now i'm overthinking okay now i'm starting to have anxiety because i'm overthinking this entire situation because of the fact of okay so i said this this and this and maybe it came out the wrong way and now you're just like in a battle with yourself and that's what the devil does to you he will literally Mm -hmm. put thoughts in your mind that will then make you overthink what you had previously said. Then it, right. it turns into another situation. So now you're fighting with that person that you're talking to. You're fighting with yourself because you're sitting here thinking everything is not or is all right. But then you're like, okay, so now, now here comes that thought that the devil puts in your head, and it's just like, okay, now everything's not all right. Okay, so now I'm my mind's hurting. My brain is like overthinking this situation this situation okay so now i'm thinking about this situation on on this girl or this guy you know this guy hurt me or this girl hurt me or or my or my dad hurt me or my you know um my mom hurt me and so it, it just constantly keeps going and going and going it triggers something and it's because you know the devil is ultimately trying to take your peace and try to take your joy yeah you know it, it's it's um it's it's hard to face but then i think it leads to the question of like do you want peace do you want joy because at the bottom line if the mind is where the battle takes place Mm -hmm. then what are you going to do about it and then that's when you're like okay well you know you get that relationship you you battle yourself day in and day out and you're you're just you're not seeing a light at the end of that tunnel but you know as well as God does, that if you just give it a little bit of faith, <laughs> all right, all right, I see you. Uh, you give it a little bit of faith that you you reach out and you grab his hand, and he takes you and lifts you out that battle. Yeah. It's the greatest feeling. The battle's not yours at the end of the day, yeah. and a lot and a lot of people we will sit here and we will stress ourselves out day after day battling those thoughts instead of giving it to God and saying, hey, look, mm-hmm. I can't take these thoughts anymore. Like, I need you to remove them from me. Because, or, or I need you to give me the strength to, to, to get through it. Uh, because they will they will literally exhaust you. Yeah, because especially, you know, having that little bit of faith. You know, 
for for a person that doesn't know much about it or like knows much about it but doesn't know how to react to it it's it's very difficult because now you're like okay man i god I, I really need you you know but then you're like okay i'm gonna give it up to you but yet you're still holding on to that situation that caused it in the first place and that's when god is like here here's my hand like you see my hand you can grab it at any time that you want it but yet you're not grabbing it so how am I supposed to sit here and help you and you play you pray to me and you you tell me you're feeling this way and you're telling me this and you're telling me that and then you're just like you're not giving it to me God gets I mean for me whenever I did it he got very frustrated with me and that's when that phrase comes in know who your God is yeah having the the aspect of okay so now you know who your God is but you're still like God's like, hey man, I'm give me your hand. Literally, just give me your hand and I will bring you out of every situation that you've ever been in because of the fact that I'm the one and the only. I'm the alpha, the omega, the first, the last. I'm the one that's gonna help you do everything that you wanna do, but you will not ask wrongly. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I do, you know, agree with that. I, but I, I feel, why don't we ask? Well, because well, we're why, scared. Why do we ask wrongly? Hmm? I said, why? Do, but why do we ask wrongly? So we're we're battling this, these thoughts, and, and and here we are, and we're like, oh, you know, we, you know, Lord, we want you to take these thoughts away, but then. Because we're human, and we want to take control. Exactly, and we, and we want. And we want control all the time because, let's just be honest, the feeling of not being in control is scary for us. Mm -hmm. And so when, when, when we give it over to God, we start to second guess and that's why we start to hang on Yep. because we don't fully trust him. And we have, you know, brushed over that, you know, in our, in our live podcast. So, um, our live podcast, ooh, what is English? <laughs> Um, in our last podcast, and so go ahead and and, and revisit that, um, and, and you'll hear us, t you know, talk on that. Um, but I feel, if you are going through a hard time, the only thing that you can really do right now is pray and be still and know who your God is. Mm -hmm. You know, if you truly want to give it over over to Him, then you have to do just that. But that means taking yourself out the picture. Yeah. That means get you know giving yourself no control. Or no matter what the situation may be. And that may be scary, but look at what you know so far. What you know so far is you taking control of a situation isn't giving you the results that you're looking for. Yeah. So it's time to switch it up. So let me ask you this question really quick. What do you, what is God, what do you think God thinks about mental clarity days? I mean, how, how I, how I look at it, I mean, your body's the temple. Is the way that I look at it, and I and I do think you know you know God took a day out of the setup. He is trying to take your tongue. I'll listen if I start talking in tongues on a podcast. I think I will scare a lot of people. <laughs> but hey, you could be you know freed through it. So hey, Lord, do what you want to do. Um, but I feel like He allows us to take care of ourselves, and and I don't think that's an issue. And I think that's something that people don't always talk about. That's not. It, it's never an issue to take care of yourself. If all you do is take care of yourself and you don't take care about anybody else, then that's something different. 
But if you take a moment, like, hey, look, I just need a day to myself to kind of relax, to kind of to, to pray, you know, to, to do all this. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So as far as mental clarity days, I feel like that is fine. But do be careful because do not use it as an excuse to keep on staying in the same rhythm that you are. Don't sit there and, and every time that I, that I feel this way, I'm going to take a mental clarity day instead of go to God about it. Don't use it as an excuse like, oh, I just need a mental clarity day instead of facing the problem. Because if you never face the problem, you will always stay exactly where you are. Amen. And that's something I think that I've had to learn. I know you've had to learn. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, that you can't run away from these problems because they're always going to be there every time that you come back. And what ends up happening is the, you keep on walking away from the problem, coming back, and expecting the problem not to be there, and you're never moving forward. You're just moving backwards every time. Every yeah. time you walk away, you're just moving backwards. But when you get back, the problem's still going to be there. Um, so really pray about it. You know, really, really seek God. Um, especially if, if this mental, like these mental battles, you know, that you are having is because of family members and you definitely need to be praying and you definitely need to be put in your Bible and you definitely have to take control of the spiritual warfare that is in your house. Um, you are in charge of that. Um, and, and just know that everything falls, you know, under Jesus name and, and, uh, only you can honestly only you can do it because it's going to be your choice whether or not you give to god Amen. you know i can do all things in christ that strengthens you know that strengthens me so if you really want to let go you got to do it through christ and i don't know who needs to hear this um i you know i feel like I, it needs to be said um but for people that have have been talking to other people right there's nothing wrong with that let me, let me put that out there but, talking in what sense? Huh? Talking in one sense. In what sense? Okay, so let's talk about how. Like relationships. Yeah. So if like if you are if you and that other person are talking, uh -huh. there's nothing wrong with that. Let me, let me put that out there. But there is a point where, and we will touch a, touch on this at a later time. Um, but there is there's a point. On how far you take it there's a point of okay man I'm I've been hanging out with this person for a little bit they seem pretty cool but remember what is done in the dark comes to light always remember that absolutely and, and then when you are doing um, stuff that you feel like that you shouldn't be doing or that you're unsure remember you're only putting yourself back into another mental you know battle um, because of the fact of you're you're putting yourself in a situation that will allow the devil to um, to you know to use you and, and and bring you and bring you things like you know you know shame or regret or um, you know anxiety from you know mm -hmm. from doing or whatever you're doing and, and so because if you already feel like if you have planned out something but yet you know what's wrong and then you start your body starts to feel a type of way you're starting to feel a little, a little bit sick or you're starting to feel like you're about to have anxiety attack or your your body's starting to shake maybe you need to take a step back and, and realize what you're doing yeah and think about what you're doing you know think of it if it's the best move you know for you and a lot of people um i just want to touch on this real quick a lot of people in relationships and I, this doesn't really have 
much to do as far as what we will be talking about, but I, I just feel led to say this. Um, a lot of people in relationships don't let the other person tell you what you're ready for. And I think that there's pressure underneath that. And and with that same sentence, be very vocal on, on what you're ready for. You know, if you're, if you're not ready for it, well, then obviously that relationship doesn't need to happen. Um, if if you're not ready for it, then then that next step doesn't need to uh, d- doesn't need to come into place because uh, you know the pure fact that that person may be ready. And I know we get in these situations where it's like, okay, well this person's ready, but I'm not. But I don't want to let this person go because I'm attached to them, or I'm this, or I'm that, or the other. And then two things happen. You either hold the one that is ready back. Or he takes you out of your safety, out of your element, and you hold on to a grudge for that because you weren't ready. And then now you have different feelings, different um, thoughts that are going through your head because you weren't ready for something. And and don't 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 be everybody else when I say this, um, but don't text somebody that you're talking to and have them come over because you're doing something now granted if they say well i don't want to get you in trouble then leave it at that there is no reason why that person should be coming over yeah cool you want to talk to them and and hang out with them but what is the overall intent correct and and i also feel like if you are putting yourself in a situation where um you're not right you're not ready to progress and you're not ready and, and that can be multiple different things you know that could be moving on you know moving on in a relationship that can be um don't confide in that person until you think that you know you a lot of people seem to think that they know everything but let's be honest nobody knows everything you can have a phd degree and you still won't know everything you can send hate my way for saying that but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And what I, what we're on here for is tell nothing but the truth. But don't put yourself in a situation where it could either, one, get you in trouble. Two, lose a part of yourself. Three, don't, don't even bother putting yourself in that situation because there's one, nine times out of ten there's something going to happen and you're going to end up losing yourself like losing your mind because you did this or did that or you're going to or even re- losing what you stand for yeah you never want to lose your yourself and the person and become somebody else because uh, you know they are where they are and and in, in their point of their life because, your life is not their life yeah cuz i mean if you if you sit there and you confide in that person and then things lead to another and now you're having that intimate and then so what happens then what happens when you leave that per- or that person leaves you or you leave that person there's a part of you and take it from experience there's a part of you that loses yourself and they get left behind and then you go and do it again then there is another part then again and again and again and again and then before you know it you're not the same person that you used to be and then now, 
you're stuck in, okay, well now I'm just, you know, I'm tired of living like this, but now you got, now you're living for the Lord, but now God's got to take this piece, put it in this place, take a piece, put it in this place, take another piece, which is fine and dandy because God will heal the broken, but is it worth it at the end of the, at the end of the day to confide in a person like that? Right. But we will touch on more of that in another episode or something somewhere down the road but i i hope um you know all the questions uh that this young lady had for us i hope that we answered them to the best of our our abilities i know that it was like many different topics (laughs) but those were your questions so we just want to take the time and and anybody else who has other questions or even you know wants us to create you know episodes of of this you know a, a particular you know topic you know we want to be able to hear from you uh and you can you know email us at brothers of the kingdom ministry at gmail.com yeah and as well as um if you go onto the website brothers of the kingdom.com you can you know click the uh, call button yeah click the call button you know call and text us um as well as you know we have twitter and, and instagram so yeah. uh definitely hit us up and any questions that that you have for us you know you can just uh um, dog is my just... dog is snoring <laughs> hello buddy hey how you doing he is out. Hey. That boy is out. Yeah, he had that good sleep. I know it. <laughs> All right. Um, t- so, a little bit today on today's topic um, is how to... How to find your calling. Or how, how for you to find your calling, of course, you know, God will slow or will reveal it to you, but... How did Miguel? How did you find your calling? How I found my calling. Yeah. Uh, um, so, for me, I found my calling out when I was eight years old at church. Uh, we had a a missionary there, and he um, something about his energy boy when he was just preaching the truth. It was mm. just amazing. And then I heard uh, I, I heard God call me that that day, and I turned around to uh, my my biological mother at this time because I was young um, and my cousin and I and I had said you know hey you know you know God called me to the church and they were kind of like yeah okay sure he did you know I, I still wanted to be you know a cowboy prince on the moon <laughs> so I, I had a lot of <laughs> I have a lot of career goals um, that I wanted to, to do um, but um, I, I, I ran away from the church and you know as i got older like in my teens and and did all that stuff and um that calling was always there man i felt it always breathing down my neck that i was called to preach the gospel and um i you know i got confirmation through uh you know grandparents and um i'll never forget i even got confirmation off of a, a, a random homeless man you know as as he came to talk to uh, to me and my mom one day as we were uh, walking outside and he looked at me he's like oh you're called and i was like what why does everybody keep saying that? Stop that. <laughs> and um, as you know, like from the introduction, you know, I, I have been in some like really, um, you know, messed up things in life. You know, not not only, you know, you know things that happened to me, but, but things that I, I made happen to me because of, you know, life decisions and, and lifestyles that I wanted to live. Um, and I know one thing, you know, for me is after I got saved, I wondered how God can still use somebody like me. Um, 
I wondered if I had messed it up, you know, and, and wondered if, if I even had the ability, the ability to stand in front of people and, and, you know, and tell them the gospel after everything that I've done. Uh, and so I prayed about it and I was like, why do you want me? And, and, and during this time, I would always try to find something else. I was like, you know what? Well, now I want to be this. And now I want to go and do this. I want to go to school for this. I want to go do this. And then it always kept down, like, like coming down to, to, to preaching the gospel. Um, and so what he did for me um, is one night while I was, um, it's not even where I'm supposed to be. Give me one second. One night uh while I was praying, you know, and I was really asking, you know, for an answer because God, um, I felt in my heart to preach and I was, I was just having, um, a, a hard time in myself and being like, you know, Lord, you know, I think you're asking too much of me, you know, you know, why would you want me to do this? And, uh, he brought me to first Corinthians chapter one, verse uh, 26. And he says, for you see your calling brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence, but of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Um, and then for me, so when I had read that, you know, you know, that told me, you know, that the reason why you are called, even after everything that you did, is because most people are going to look at you and say that you can't. They're going to say that, hey, well, you can't go preach the gospel because we remember when you did this and you were involved in this. You know, you did the drugs, you did the parties, you did the drinkings, you know, you, you, you were out having sex, you were out doing everything that was completely against, you know, a, a God's word and he said but these are the exact reasons why that why I'm calling you because why the world may may say that it's it's log like logically impossible for you to do that because you know why would people want to listen to you it's gonna be through my power that you're actually gonna change lives because you went through it and he actually made it you know part of my testimony and he taught me the importance of my testimony um, and, and how you overcome by your testimony. So um, I use that as my personal calling verse because of the fact, you know, that gave me the, the clarity in, in pursuing what I had been called to do. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's, it's actually funny because whenever I got my calling, we were, we were actually in South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, we were in South Carolina. We, we had a, a family vacation. Yep, and... Uh, me and and Miguel and um, my ex at the time, or well, not my ex at the at that time, but my uh, my girlfriend at the time. Um, me and her were still growing in the spirit, um, and Miguel was still, you know, teaching teaching us a lot of things uh, during Bible study. And came out to him one night. I was like, man, you know. I want something to do in life, but I don't know what it is. I want to make people happy, but I'm just like, I don't, I don't know how to do that. And he's like, well, why don't you just pick up your Bible? And, you know, I'm sitting there. I was like, all right, whatever. We had just gotten done by Bible study. I was like, man, I don't even want to do that right now. Like, I just want to 
you know, I want you to tell me what I what you think I should do. And I'm just like, all right. I'm, Again. I'm going to pause you real quick because you just said something drastically. I, I, I think people look at pastors and, like, these important leaders, like, in the church, mm-hmm. expecting them to tell tell them like yeah. hey well you know well, and we, we do it all the time like hey you know like what like what do you think i'm good at you know what's your feedback on this like always going to like the other person uh but i will say that when it comes to your purpose yes you can have a pastor guide you yes you can have a you know a close friend guide you but when it comes to your purpose go straight to god oh yeah you know god you know if you ask uh, the bible says that you receive not because you ask not or you ask for it wrongly if you mm-hmm. want to know your purpose and you ask God for it, He He will tell you. But you got to be patient. You have to wait on Him. Yeah. Um, you know, for like I was saying, um, it was like, man, I'm just really, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like we had just gotten out of Bible study and we were in it for like almost two hours. And now it was like, don't get me wrong, we love, like, I love doing Bible study now, and I loved it then, because um, it. it it sharpens your sword um, in a fight for for uh, when you're having spiritual warfare, and or even you're just having those uh, mental attacks. It being in your word just helps you so much more because you're you're able to sit there and be like, no, I'm I'm not gonna listen to you, devil. I'm I'm gonna do this, you know, because God. This is what God told me. This is what God is allowing me to do, not because of what you are saying. Yeah. And never forget this. The devil can disguise himself as a an angel of um, of light, mm-hmm. but um. And so and so and so with that, he you know he he makes you believe that something's from God, or it can make you you know feel like you're doing the right thing. Uh, but the only real way, the only really real way for you to de- you know decipher between that. Is for you to actually be in your word and know who your God is. Mm-hmm. You have to know who your God is because the world will tell you what their version of God is and what their version of Jesus is, and you got to make sure that you're following that the right one. Yeah. Um, but like like I was saying, I was like, man, I just I don't want to do this. Like, whatever. I'm just gonna go to bed, and I couldn't go to bed. I was like, all right fine what do you want <laughs> at this time i was you know i was still trying to learn on how to on how to talk um to your god because i mean let's be honest you don't mm. <laughs> um but i was like all right you know what what do you have what do you have for me like i'll, I'll give you that little bit of faith to show me what you want from me and i at this time i was like man i'll, I'll just whatever i'll do it because of the fact of if it doesn't give me anything, it doesn't give me anything. Yeah, and, and at this time I, I was doing uh, what I would call personal ministry, I guess. You know, I would meet, you know, with people, you know, in, in my life who wanted to meet and, and you know, they, when they had questions about God and, um, and you know, we, I would do Bible studies with them and I would, you know, you know, kind of show them the way and try to bring, you know, mm-hmm. bring them closer to Christ and, uh, so I was doing that. So you actually got to see me, um, be like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, hey, little bro, I can't, I can't hang out tonight because I gotta go yeah. over here and I gotta go, you, you, you know, do this." And yeah. or th- I just got a phone call. This person's going through a hard time. I gotta go meet up with them. Yeah, and uh, 
we were like, I was like, all right. So I, I brought out Miguel outside, and you know, we talked for about an hour, and, and um, Miguel's like, open up your Bible. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, just start flipping pages, going through the Bible, you know, seeing what actually talks to you. Um, and about 30 minutes into it, I was like, man, we ain't, there's nothing, nothing's happening. I don't feel anything. He's like, go to Corinthians chapter one. verse. And I don't even know why, like I knew, I, I knew like my verse was there. Um, but I didn't know why, honestly, why I said that. Yeah. And I had walked in to the, um. To the bathroom. You went to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom, and, and and on the way to the bathroom, I was like, "God, why did I just send him to Corinthians?" Like I thought to myself, I was like, "Like, out of all the books of the Bible, like, why was Corinthians chapter one my first thought?" And I wasn't even thinking about like my personal verse. In fact, I didn't even tell you at the time. Yeah. What my personal verse was. And he had come back, and he's like, "So, did you find anything?" I was like, "Yeah." I read him the verse, and he's like, he's just dumbfounded at this point. Like, yo, do you you do you know what that means? Like, and he's just sitting here freaking out I about it. I flipped out. I flipped out, and because um, our grandmother on 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 my side, um, Berta, mm. was always saying how he's called and how he's chosen. She said there's something about that boy. He's going to do stuff in ministry. The Lord wants him. And I'll be honest, I didn't see it for the longest time. Because mm-hmm. I was like, he really doesn't want this. Like, it was, you know, in the beginning, you know, you weren't saved and you were saved. And then it just kind of felt like you, you know. I was at no a resting offense, point. You were young. Yeah. You know, you know, you are. What I, what I knew at that time, um, I felt to myself was like, all right, cool. I'm at a resting point. Yeah, and there's so like, like there's there's no more that I need to learn. Boy, was I wrong because look yeah. at here, I'm doing a whole podcast. And it's it, it, at this point, like you know, you still wanted you know things of the world, and so I, you know, as much as I saw it in you, I was like, ah, I don't know, I, I don't know if he wants it, and obviously, us being siblings, you know, it it it, it, it was. It was funny for me during that time because I saw a lot of myself in you. Mm-hmm. You know when I when I ran from the church and 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 I did all that. Like that's what I saw in you. You know, someone who knew who God was. You know, understood it, but didn't have the interest in it. Yeah. You know, until that night. No, yeah, and you know, that's the night or the then that next night. Fun fact, not so fun fact. Um, I was I was almost possessed by a whole demon, mm-hmm. um, and to the point where I was um, trying to, you know, get myself to to say a prayer, and I was just like, man, I, I can't say, you know, our Lord, you know, or, or my God, I like I, I can't sit there and say those words, and Miguel's like, I need to pray over you. Because I just saw it. I just, I, I, I just, you know, what was sitting there, and because I, I had wondered, and then God gave me the confirmation. God was like, "Yo, you need to go. You, you need to go put hands on him. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, like you, you need to do it now." And I was like, "Yeah, well, I'll ask him." And God was like, "No, no, no. You need to walk over there in authority." Yeah. And I said, "Okay, wait, hold on. This is, 
Yeah, this, this is, is becoming a, lot. a little bit bigger than what I think it is. <laughs> and then you know, they started praying over me, and then our grandmother um, was on the phone with us, and uh, she's trying to get me. There, there's for people. How would you explain it? You explained it that night, but I, I don't really remember it. Oh, people and, who are dealing with spirits and stuff like that. No, when the, she was trying to get me to speak in tongues, there, there was a way that y'all were doing it. Um, oh, it's not an actual okay. Uh, like it is, but it's not. It's it's a way for us to train somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 what they have you do is called tarrying in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And what they have you do is they say you know, you know something like uh, like thank you Jesus thank you Jesus. To and like you say it over and over and over to the point where you're so relaxed that you're not even thinking about it. Correct. And then on top of that, it's it's an easy phrase to kind of help you let go of your tongue because the it's a tongue twister. A big thing in and people who you know who speak in tongues or or who want to speak in tongues and haven't the biggest thing is letting go of your tongue mm-hmm. because it, it is against your human nature. Like, your mouth is literally like, okay, I'm going to stop talking because I'm not making any sense. You're like going to stop talking? That's what it's set up. That, that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And so when you're using that tongue, the tongue twister, it's easier for you to get off of what you're saying, and then it can go from there. So um, it's – I could be wrong. I'm not going to say that it's a biblical teaching or if it's just like a philosophy teaching, you know, something that we do to help. Yeah, it's like basically like training your your mind at that point. Correct. Um, but yeah, I I ended up while saying everything and she's praying over me. I ended up apparently flicking them off, cussing them out, mm-hmm. and I was using vulgar language. Yeah. Um, worse than I ever have his, ever had. His um, hands start like started like twisting and, and, and like and cracking, and. God was like, you need to put hands on him. And the first thing that, that I, I put hands on was your hand. Yep. And I, and I said, be loose in the name of Jesus. And immediately, from what I've been told, I got up. I looked at them. like, Or I, I, I leaned up in the chair and I said, you mother. And yeah. It, yeah. It, it just, you know, it was very terrifying. Because at this point, I'm looking at it. But I'm pushed back, so it's like I'm actually. Yeah. And when I say this, yeah, it, it, not referring to witchcraft. No, astral projection projecting is witchcraft. But at that point, that's what it felt like. Like I was outside of my body, looking so at myself. So we would say. So we would say that that it was an outer body. Okay. Outer, outer body yeah. experience. Um. Yeah. So because astral projecting, that's that's, that's witchcraft, whole, yeah. and we do not stand with that. So no. Uh, for those of you who do that. I would really second guess what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but, it's not fun. Um. So so you would say like you like. You saw your like you saw your re- your your body reactions, mm-hmm. but could not stop yourself from yeah. re- from reacting that way. Yeah. And and I mean once everything, I okay. So give a little bit more of a backstory on myself. I broke. Um, my four front teeth. Well, I wasn't gonna pay the ten uh, to twelve thousand dollars to put permanent implants. Mm. <laughs> um. You know. Yeah. Like you know those ones that like to uh, you can sit there and screw in. Mm. No, thank you. But um, we had. Uh, I was coughing up. Uh, I coughed up blood at one point. 
um, coughed up a lot of mucus. I couldn't, there was a point where I couldn't breathe, and then I started speaking in tongues a little bit. Like, it, it came out, and my teeth, my my uh, fake teeth, like, popped out. <laughs> it was, it was like, hilarious. Um, well, after the fact. Yeah. Not that, during it. I, we didn't care about the teeth in the, in, during that time. We were just like, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. And it actually, and actually, whenever I started, whenever the the teeth had popped out, yeah. that's whenever I had noticed that I had, was speaking in tongues, and that's yeah. when I quit. Uh, it was you know, especially you know, you know, when we preach things on the Holy Spirit, you know, when the Holy Spirit, you know, is living inside you, and then and and through the power of tongues, you know, he he he's praying through you. Yeah. Um, and I. I look at you know that you know that incident and 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 I remember you know when you started speaking in tongues, your body instantly came to, mm-hmm. you know like you know you know that demon was just out. I mean then you started you know throwing up later, but <laughs> yeah, that was not mm-hmm. you know. But um, you know like in like like in that moment you know of God you know intervening, um, that was, was your first time feeling that power. Yeah. That you and I had talked about, you know, through Bible study, you know, and, and how the... And I'm not even going to lie either. Uh, At first, when I first started, you know, doing everything, that power scared me. It it was because I knew what anybody... I don't care what people say, but whenever you have power, it goes to your head quick. But that, And that's what I was afraid of. That and you know, I I, I had never you never it. felt that, yeah, and, so and that's scary. scary because that's that's a supernatural power, that's not a, like a regular type of power, you know. Yeah. When we assume power, we think more like either a physical bronze or or you know, a, a power as far as like you know, authority. But when you feel that, when you actually feel the authority that is in your chest that is coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. That you, you you know that's not you. You know what I mean? Like I don't talk like that. I don't sound like that. I I don't walk with that type of authority, as if I made the whole world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so when when that happens, it can be scary. It scared me at first, but it's not a it's not a scared feeling as like oh like I'm I'm fighting for my life type of scared feeling, but more of a overwhelming respectfully fearful yeah. of it like you know like I mean you just you're speaking you know in tongues you know with the power of a most holy god I mean that's yeah that you know you know that, that is something but it but it was that night that I remember um you sat outside with me and you said Um, what did I say? You said, I have to go pray. And I said, what? And you were like, because I want to find my part too, because, um, because of everything that you've done. And I said, your part, you, you know, your part to what? And, and you didn't really tell me and you're like, I, I just got to go pray. And that is when you went, you, you went to the room that night and you, uh, you ended up telling me later that you, um, that you wanted to do what I did. Yeah. There was also another part to that. Mm. So, <laughs> I had, wow, 
God just really just spoke to me. Whenever I said a part, my part two, mm -hmm. I wasn't meaning just in what I was supposed to do in life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, don't, don't well up. I meant my part two. My my part two, like that relationship, God God like you were saying to me earlier, how God was speaking through me in the past. Mm -hmm. does, does that give you a little bit more confirmation on that? No, I think I'm more lost than anything. But like I I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. Like I know what you're talking so about. So whenever um whenever I say that. I, you know, in my past relationship that ended about a month and a half, uh, two months ago, um, towards the end, it just got really rough and I prayed that one, I prayed to one night, I prayed to God. I was like, man, I just want to be in a relationship where someone actually loves me. Yeah. And how you said earlier that, uh, God was speaking through me and, uh, in yeah. the past, and I never knew it. Mm -hmm. Well, boy, was because <laughs> as soon as you said I need to go find my part two, big man upstairs said, "Yeah, yeah you remember that night? I was speaking through you that night, and yeah. I wasn't just talking about your calling. I was talking about your future wife." Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, that... absolutely. I mean, because you were feeling a lot of things, you know, during that time. Uh, you know, you guys. We were we going through a lot of you know relationship stuff, you know, like fighting and stuff like that, and yeah. It, it, uh, you kind of felt alone during that time. Yeah. And, and uh, kind of like disconnected. But for people, I've actually, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of my friends um, actually have been listening to our podcast, which is actually really cool. But, hello, um, friends. Huh? I said hello, friends. Yeah, right? Um, whenever you, whenever you're in a relationship and you get out of it, it's rough. A lot of people, like, if they're true fin friends, they'll check up on you. Hey, man, how's it going? I hope you're doing all right. I know it's been hard, but, uh, you know, I just want to double check with you and make sure you're all all good. Whenever I tell you you'll find peace in God, it is the greatest thing that you will ever feel. Before, I, uh, I hopped from relationship to relationship relationship i did it three times in a row mm -hmm. and it was could never find peace in it and that when it ended the first time that second person filled that void then the when the second one ended that third person f you know filled that void and then i was like man i just really need to take a time to myself and then that's when god got a hold of me and was like, nope, you're not going to take care of this yourself. I'm going to take you and I'm going to pick you up. And I'm going to put you on the back burner over here and, and throw you <laughs> throw you away. You're going to be by yourself for yeah, a we, while. Yeah, we're going to go put you uh, in a, in a, not a cell, but like in a, uh, a corner. And you're just going to be there in timeout for a little bit. But when I tell you, whenever you get out of a relationship and you have God on your side, it is the most beautiful thing because I can officially sit here and say... I'm okay, and I believe it at the same time. Yeah, and then you're also, you know, taking that time, you know, forgot to, you know, to work out, 
you know everything in your life especially yeah. especially when a relationship is done and you think it's over and you think all this and he's like oh but little do you know that it just begun yeah and then always remember all your bad relationships yeah they have yeah. taught you something but always remember that god will teach you more things and he will send you someone that is your perfect match for you and that will love you equally but will gut but wow <laughs> almost lost my tongue um but will love god more than he than she or he loves you you're right so and, and i you know so you got you know you know that, that confirmation that night and then um that was a long night that's a really long night it was like almost three o'clock in the morning i think it was nope it was four thirty. like but he like he came back out and, and, and he had the bible and i was like you literally been set free from a demon. <laughs> you should be tired. I would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and he comes out with the Bible and everything, and he looked at me, and 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 cried. You you cried. You that's when you, you know you read me that verse, and you were like, I know what God wants me to do. Like I, I, we had read that verse prior. Yeah, and I, I, we thought that we had knew, but it just got even more confirmed. Yeah. We had our suspicion, suspicions that we were called, or that I was called, but it confirmed it more that night. And, 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 and you told me that day you were like, you know, I literally went into the room and I said that I want to do what you wanted to do. And he's like, and I, you felt it in your heart. You know, you know, that God gave you what you wanted, you know, and you went through the relationship stuff, you know, all that stuff. Went through the marriage you, counseling. And, and look at where you are, you, you know, now you have, you had a long, a long way to go. You, you, you know, you, you got hit and damaged. Multiple times. Multiple times, you know, through the way, but, but look where you are. Yeah. You know, God still held faithful. You know, you said you wanted to preach and teach. And, you know, of course, our grandmother, she saw it before, he, you know, you know before we did. You know, and, the, and I'm still getting confirmation on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, man, this kid, it's called, and it's actually funny, um, somebody we know, God kind of was like, "Hey, you should look out for him. You know, he he's he might be called as well." Mm-hmm. And but never fully gave us it. But there's definitely a little bit of a a spark. Absolutely there. You know, and you know, and, and praise God for that. You know, and I think uh, for anybody to you know you know kind of hear our testimonies, you know, on what it was for us being called. You know, bottom line, you know, goes for it. Um, if if you are called. Um, which everybody is called. If you are a Christian, you are called. Uh, you, you know, you know, you're, you are called to uh, uh, preach the gospel. You know, you're, you know, you're called. You know, to love people in Christ. You know, you're called um, to give up to to give up a life of sin, um, and, and and start you know you know living in Christ. You, you know, for the world to see. Um, you're called you know to love people and and, mm-hmm. and to help one another, and and we're called to all that. Um, and if you are chosen and you know you are chosen, well, here is, here, here's your sign. Um, here's your sign award. <laughs> if you are chosen, because, because 
some are called, but not everybody's chosen. And, and we read that in the word. And if you are chosen, if you, if you are like us and you're chosen, um, give it to God. Because his will is going to happen either way. Yeah. But you will damage yourself. And you will go through a lot more heartache than you ha- already have to go through. Because we're already promised trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. You will go through more heartache by resisting God's will. Then, if you just trust him and go with it, yeah. you know, um, I spent, you know, s- you know, seven, eight years running away from what I knew was right. And I went through some of the worst times in my life that I, that, you know, people were like, God, why are you doing this to me? And God's like, yo, I didn't do that. You did that. I told you not to go down that road. You went there anyway. I told you to go right. You went left. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, that's a you thing. And sometimes we can bring more stuff you know, upon us. So if you already know what your, what your calling is, um, and you, and you've been chosen for something, just trust God, just trust God on a couple things. Trust God that if he has chosen you for it, then he's already equipped you for it. Mm-hmm. You may not know exactly what to do or how to do it, but just know when it's that time to go and do it, that the Holy Spirit's going to lead you. Amen. And, you know, if, if you're seeking your calling, Pray about it, fast about it, get into the word, let the Holy Spirit, you, you know, talk to you. Because um, a lot of times our calling is in something that we think is insignificant, you know, some, you know, something mm-hmm. that you think, you know, that God can't use for a calling and it ends up, you know, turning into something different. Um, and so, you know, you know, be still and, and really, really listen to, to God and don't make it just, a, you know, a one-way conversation where it's you praying, you know, over and over and over, God, what's my call? What's my call? What's my, like, allow him to talk to you and, and be able to show you signs. Correct. You know, so you show you signs. You know, be in your Bible. You know, there, there's a big percentage of time. You, you know, you know that God is going to talk to you through your Bible. Uh, so you have to pick it up off the dusty shelf, and you have to actually open yeah. it up and read it. Because as much as yes, is it a book? But the words that are in it are alive. Exactly. And always remember that. And so it's it, it's going to put something down in your spirit, and and you're going to know what you were supposed to do. And, and the biggest thing that I will see, you know, amongst believers, the world is the way that it is. Yes, you know, we were foretold that you know that that this day that in the last days that you know all these things would happen, um, and that the world would be. Uh, you know, you know, in darkness and all, and all this and all that may be very much true, but um, we have the power to respond to a dark world, and we also need to figure out what our purpose and what our callings are because living out God's will in in the purpose that He has given you is is your biggest effect on the world. Amen. You know it. We complain about all these things that are happening, but we have so many Christians who are, who are just comfortable sitting in church on Sunday, and they're not concerned about what they should be actively doing in the world, what God ha- has chosen for them to do with their purpose. But we want to complain about the way that it is. And really quick, I feel like I gotta say this: um, you're quick to go to church on Sunday, but you're quick to go back to that same thing you did, or that that same thing you did last week before you went to church on that next Monday. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's time for, you know, the church to rise up and, and really get a hold of, of the calling 
you know, you know that we have been a uh, uh, called to and and really live this thing out so you know it is very important you, you know if you are a believer to figure out your calling yes and 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 not only you know for the world to see but for you as well that you know there's there's so much um peace walking with god and there's so much um you, you know i think the biggest biggest thing about it is you know when, when people battle themselves because they're like oh well i don't know what i'm doing i want to do this or i don't know which you, you know which direction in my life to go yeah and um when when you get your calling from god and you already know you know what you're meant to do it mm. makes your whole life a lot easier uh it, you focus on one thing instead of ten thousand possibilities um and you know, know that you know God's provision is going to be there. You know, God's going to go ahead, of, you know, ahead of you. He's going to open those doors uh, um, uh, for you. I mean, uh, for this whole podcast, uh, we've had count- countless of times uh, of where God just did something with us without us knowing. And when we got yeah. to that point, we were like, "Whoa, God, how did you work that out?" Yeah, it's like I take this as as an analogy. It's like your your spouse or your uh your your girlfriend or or fiance or wife running or not wow (laughs) man should always open up a door for a woman i don't care who you are but whenever you um think of it as the man is running up and opening the door for the woman think of that i mean basically put that into context that is what god is doing for you no, I mean, well, technically, we are the we are the bride of Christ. So, yeah, um, you know, I, I, it's it's something you know that, that definitely needs to be talked on. And then, of course, you know, we're um, next episode we are gonna have um, a guest by the by the name Danielle Wiggins, um, and she's been in ministry for about for, for seven years, and uh, we're gonna it's have not, the honor to to interview her and. Yeah. Uh, you know, talk about how, you know how she found her calling and um, and and what it means for her, you, you know, to walk in her calling. Because you know, you, you know, we found ours and and she found hers. And uh, you know, every everybody does have a calling. So definitely plug in and and figure out what yours is. And if you need more help and you need more prayer about it, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to us. And uh, you know, we can you know do our best to lead you you know lead you in prayer. And then and just listen to see what the what, what the Holy Spirit has to say. Amen. Um, I thought that episode or that uh, that interview was not next episode, but the episode after that. I think it's the next episode. You might be cutting this out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna keep it. It's all right. Um, but that's in one of these episodes. Yeah, you, you have to find it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it'll it'll be there this coming after this episode. It'll probably be episode four or episode five. We haven't worked out the full details yet, um, but we should have a time frame and just keep uh, just look up our our Twitter, which I kind of made that one wrong for Miguel, but it's Miguel Childs uh, six. That's the at sign or the at sign. Wow, that's the Twitter handle. Uh, it's under Brothers of the Kingdom. Um, same picture as what's on the website or uh, what's on the uh, podcast. But, um, yeah, go follow us on that. Uh, 
Instagram is also Brothers of the Kingdom. It should be all, no spaces. It should be all one um, with the same logo. But um, we're going we're, we're gonna to try and, and do some more stuff for you guys and hope you guys enjoy. And um, if you want to end us in prayer, it would be great. Absolutely. Uh, dearly and Father, we thank you for this day of giving us, Lord. We thank you for the, the wonderful time that we have together. We thank you for the opportunity uh, to be doing this and, and to be speaking to people, Lord. We pray that uh, people will be able to find uh, their calling, Lord, that people will be able to uh, plug into you and and uh, be a change in the world for you, Heavenly Father, Lord. We pray that uh, you would use this podcast and our ministry uh, to reach those in need, Lord, and that it may speak to uh, speak to people and that we can bring them closer to you, Lord. Um, as we all go to sleep or waking up, depending on where everybody is in the world, Lord, I pray that you be with us through, uh, through this day, Lord. I uh, pray that you guide us uh, to, to do what is right, Lord. Help us to stand uh, uh, for what, uh, on your word and for what we know is right, Lord. And um, I pray that you continue uh, to, to bless us, you know, uh, through these times, Lord. I pray, I pray that you would have your hand over all of us, Heavenly Father, Lord, and that you would uh, speak to those um, who are lost, Lord, and, and bring back the ones um, who have gone astray, Lord. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. But I hope you guys all have a wonderful night. Remember, God loves you when he remains... When Wow. <laughs> Almost butchered that. When you are weak, he remains strong. So, good night. <laughs>